This episode of TGC Podcast is sponsored by Acts 29 with an invitation to their 2024 Next Conference happening April 15th through the 17th in Dallas, Texas. You don't want to miss this great lineup of speakers, including Sam Albury, Matt Chandler, Brian Loritz, John Piper, and more. The Next Conference will equip and encourage church planters and church leaders of all types for church ministry. To learn more and register for Next, visit acts29.com slash next. TGC podcast listeners will receive a special discount of $20 off registration prices by using the code TGC. Again, visit acts29.com slash next. That's acts29.com slash next. This episode of TGC Podcast is sponsored by LifeWay, publisher of The Sermon on the Mount Bible Study by Jen Wilkin. In this nine-session study, Wilkin invites readers to examine and learn from Jesus' longest recorded message and challenge themselves to think differently about what it means to be a follower of Jesus. With your purchase, you'll also receive access to this study's video sessions. Get your copy today at lifeway.com slash Sermon on the Mount. This episode of the Gospel Coalition podcast is brought to you by Crossing Borders, an organization helping North Korean refugees sold in China. Learn how Crossing Borders transforms the lives of trafficked North Korean women at www.crossingbordersnk.org. This is the Gospel Coalition podcast, where we seek to renew the contemporary church in the ancient gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Colin Hansen. Today's podcast is a conversation with Eric Tanis and Jeremy Treat on what a healthy fear of God looks like in the Christian life. Fear of the Lord is something the Bible talks about from beginning to end as absolutely central to having a right relationship with God and having a life that represents that. And we're told the beginning of wisdom is found in the fear of the Lord, that the, the Lord encamps around those who fear him. Even the way we treat each other in the body of Christ, we're told, is out of fear of Christ. Submission to him is a result of fearing Jesus in the appropriate way. And so when we start with a right view of the holiness of God and recognize him for who he is, we'll say with Isaiah, woe is me, I'm undone. I'm a man of unclean lips and I live among a people of unclean lips. Or Peter, when he sees the glory of Christ in his power, says, depart from me, I'm a sinful man. I don't think you can have a true biblical understanding of our own sin until you see God in his holiness. Otherwise, it's, oh, I'm just a terrible person, or I didn't do that well. But when you see God for who he is, you would never think of trying to solve your sin problem yourself. Mm -hmm. And so the fear of the Lord is one of the great needs in the church today, I believe. And something that we have a tough time with because We think of fearing an abusive father Mm -hmm. and an unhealthy fear that that even thinks of running away from him. But a true fear of the Lord realizes you can't run from God. And the only option is to run to him. And when you do, you find the embracing arms of a loving father. Yeah, and what I love about this idea of the fear of the Lord is it's actually incredibly practical. Mm -hmm. I mean, in the book of Proverbs, it talks about wisdom, and wisdom isn't just knowledge, it's knowledge applied. It's not just smarts, it's street smarts, it's the know-how. And the fear of the Lord is the beginning 
of wisdom. So I like to define the fear of the Lord as a radical God-centeredness that shapes everything else in life, that you're building your life around God. You take God more seriously than anything else, whether that's other priorities or the opinions of people in your life. And it's important, I think, to recognize that uh, this isn't a fear like being afraid of of uh, a cruel tyrant, mm. or even like standing before the ocean where you, where you feel a sense of reverent awe because that's so impersonal. Right. I like to remind people that with the fear of the Lord, it's the fear of Yahweh. Mm. It's that all caps Lord, which is the personal name of God, the covenant God. So even the fear of God, this reverent awe, this respect mm. comes within a context where he said, I've bound myself to you in love. Mm-hmm. And so that's where it's that reverence for a father who we know is for us and with us mm-hmm. that really shapes uh, the way we live our lives practically in so many ways. And boy, this has implications for the way we combat sin, for instance, in our lives. We can have accountability groups. We can have great filters on our computers. But if we're not growing in our fear of the Lord, we know you can get around those things. You can lie to your accountability partners. And the fear of the Lord, when we do get together with our friends in our groups or in our churches, if we're not cultivating a deeper fear of the Lord, we're missing an absolute fundamental way we are to relate to God and even mm-hmm. grow in our holiness in our lives. Otherwise, we'll manipulate and manage and it'll behavior manage, be behavior management instead of a true growth and holiness that comes from seeing God for who he really is. Yeah, and I think sometimes... When we, as we rightfully emphasize the gospel of grace and that that drives everything, one of the dangers of that is people will think that uh, they'll confuse legalism with obedience. Yeah. And legalism should be rejected. I mean, trying to work our way to God. But obedience is a good thing mm-hmm. that comes from the commands of a gracious father who knows what's best for us. Mm-hmm. So as we're driven by grace of taking God seriously, recognizing he's God, I'm not, when I come up against something in my life that, that I don't want to do what he says, I'm going to trust him. I'm going to submit. Mm. I mean, these are things that we have a hard time with in our culture where autonomy is the highest value. Mm-hmm. So I think recovering a sense of the fear of the Lord, mm-hmm. of recognizing God is who he says he is. He's merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. But he will not just clear the guilty. He's holy. He deserves our reverence and our respect and our obedience. And the amazing counterintuitive thing in the Bible is that the more you, you fear the Lord and see him as high and lifted up, the more you actually get to experience him in intimacy mm-hmm. because who does he draw near to? It's the one who fears him, the yeah. one who sees him as high and lifted up, who recognizing is him for who he is, and though that's the one he draws near to. And so, so if we really want to know God, we fear that if we fear him, He'll be so distant we won't be able mm-hmm. to relate to him. But it's just the opposite biblically. Yeah. He moves toward those who see him for who he is. Mm-hmm. And in their humility, he, he lifts them up. You've been listening to the Gospel Coalition podcast. For more gospel-centered resources, visit thegospelcoalition.org. Support for this podcast comes from listeners like you. Learn more and join us at tgc.org slash donate.